Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. You have to stop reading this secret series by book number five. Five. Chapter six, The Mystery Mummy, page 53. A moment later, Albert Albert 3D gathered all the students together and led the class towards a four-sided glass chamber that stood in the center of the exhibit's largest room. Here is our star attraction, he said, opening the door chamber. We keep the door closed during museum hours. You're supposed to look in from the outside, but since the public's not here yet, I thought I'd give you a treat. Inside the chamber, a stone sarcophagus lay open for viewing. Next to it were the three colorfully decorated wooden coffins that descended in size like the Russian nesting dolls and four clay canopic jars each about the size of a paint can. Like many jars of these kinds, these were these ones were topped with the heads of a person, a falcon, and a baboon, and a jackal, who were supposed to be guarding the mummy's liver, intestines, lungs, and stomach, respectively. Oh, look under here. They take their, intern- their organs out. Ew. Please, please don't touch anything. Despite the fact that his grave was robbed repeatedly, this handsome fellow is one of the best-preserved mummies ever ever unearthed his tomb was evacuate evac um excavated cheese excavated a year ago and it's the first time the egyptians have allowed him to travel everyone gathered around this sort i don't know this word sarcophagus okay early st- wait uh, around the sarcophagus and eagerly stared down at the perfectly dissected dis- citizen of ancient Egypt. What is that word? Dissected? Okay. Here are some of the mystery mummy. Here is something of a mystery mummy. We don't know his name. Around the museum, we call him Amun, which means the hidden one. The tightly wound bandages surround most of the mummy's most of the mummy's body. But his head was bare, and his hands stuck out of the bandages just above the wrist. His hair, assuming he'd never had any, was gone, was long gone, and his skin had turned the color of bronze sculpture. His eyes were closed, but his mouth was open, revealing a few rotten teeth and a dark hole that where his tongue should have been. He looks like that painting from a Halloween mask that masks are made out of, said Yoyoji. What's it called? Oh, scream. The scream, said Max Ernest, volunteered. Maybe he was screaming in pain when he died. Then his mouth just stayed open when rigor mortis set in. How about that? People scream for other reasons, said Cass. He could have been trying to warn somebody about something, like a sandstorm or a plague of locusts. I think he looks like he's laughing, said Glob. Actually, none of you are right, said Albert 3D. His mouth was open after death. His mouth was opened after death. The Egyptians opened his, opened the mouths of mummies so that they could breathe in the afterlife. How did they... So how did he die then? Asked Cast. 
All we know about Ammon is that he was a young doctor who rose to become the pharaoh's personal physician and advisor, said Albert 3D. Then suddenly, he ran his fingers over his neck for the universal sign of execution. Some point, the smaller, the, he pointed to the smallest of Dr. Ammon's coffin where some hieroglyphs were painted in the back and red and black and red beneath the stylized face of a handsome young man. Daniel, do you want to read the hieroglyphs to your classmates? He looked, he asked, looking expectantly at his son. Daniel, not Danielle, who had been, who had remained remarkably quiet ever since they entered the museum, shook his head. His dreadlocks swung back and forth like a spinning mop. I'll read them, said Max Ernest. Albert looked at him in surprise. You read hieroglyphs? Your, your Egypt unit was more in-depth than I thought. Max Ernest shrugged. It's kind of a hobby. Some people collect trading cards and play video games. Gobs snickered. Max Ernest reads hieroglyphs. I, I do those things too, said Max protested. He was being He's being sarcastic, Cass said. Just read it. She looked over his shoulder, hoping that she might recognize one of the unidentified hieroglyphs. No luck. Max Ernest coughed exaggeratedly. Exaggeratedly. Okay, here goes. The name of this man is Secret? Is that the word? Albert... Wow, that's your teacher. Albert 3D nodded. Go on. Also, Secret is the reason for... Max Ernest stammered because he has a wild idea that just occurred to him. Doctor... Could Dr. Emmon be the doctor who discovered the secret? No, he thought there's no way. Could be the secret for his death, read Albert 3D after finishing his sentence. That was very good. Have you considered, have you considered going into Egyptology? Mom, Max Ernest... picture day. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I've considered it, but I still want to be a comedian or a comic magician. Max Ernest had a pretty good idea that he was good that he was going to wind up being a writer instead, but he hadn't fully accepted it yet. Since nobody knows Ammon was executed, or why Ammon was executed, said Cass, who was the exact, had the exact same idea about the mummy that, the Max Ernest, that Max Ernest had, only she didn't think the idea was so wild. Albert 3D shook his head. The inscription continues. Pharaoh asked for his wisdom, but Pharaoh gives only his wit. It sounds as though the man makes some kind of remark at the pharaoh's expense the king is one of you guys the king the kind of thing that one of you guys might say about oh a teacher or a principal he grinned at miss johnson and she did not grin back whatever he did i doubt he would think he deserved it to die for it in mummy movies it's always the ones who are wrongfully executed that come back to life said yoyoji yeah we better watch out said glob or we're all gonna die from the mummy's curse albert 3d chuckled i think burying people no, I think the people burying him were a little worried about that too. And at the very end of the inscription, it reads, "It reads, in life he had the magic touch. Now may his hands lie still. Guess they are afraid that he might reach out and grab them." As Albert 3D led the class out of the class out of the sealed glass room, Cass and Yo Yoji and Max Ernest leaned over the edge of the sarcophagus to examine the mummy more closely. So do you think it's him? Cass whispered excitedly after everybody else had left. Who? asked Yoyoji. Who do you think? The doctor discovered that, you know. Yoyoji nodded. Right. And he was killed right after he told the pharaoh or after he refused to tell him. Whatever. It's almost exactly the same story. I thought of that too, but it would be pretty huge coincidence," said Max Ernest. "All of the mummies in the world for this one to be the one, the one per 
particular doctor here in our town in an exhibit organized by our friend's dad, I highly, highly, highly doubt that that's the case. A lot of things seem highly, highly, highly coincidental, said Cass. That didn't mean that they're not true. Plus, the hieroglyphs only said that the reason that the man was killed was secret. The Mac and Max Ernest, Ernest persisted stubbornly. Not that that's a reason, not that the reason a secret or the secret. Actually, he remembered, I rem, he remembered what it said, and in ancient Egyptians, the word a and the weren't the, always used in the same way. So it was a little different. But he didn't correct himself. He didn't think he wanted to give Cass the satisfaction. Well, I'll, well, I say it's him, said Cass, leaning over, the, leaning over even closer to the mummy. She didn't know what, she didn't know how she knew, but she knew. She'd come to the museum hoping to translate the rest of the secret, but instead she'd discover something potentially much more significant, the man who had discovered the secret and who, for the reason, had suffered the Pharaoh's wrath. It was his dying hand, she was certain, that had written the secret on a piece of papyrus thousands of years ago. It was the same hand with his long, bony fingers that held Cass's attention now. Though the mummy's wrists were bound to his wrists were bound to his waist, his fingers stretched upward as if the mummy were straining to break free of the linen bandages, as if he wanted to touch her, to grasp her. Transfixed, she stared at the mummy's fingers. She and Max Ernest had found the abyss ring tied to a piece of shredded linen, just like the bandages that wrapped the mummy. Could the ring once have been circled around the mummy's finger? Albert 3D had mentioned something about the mummy's tomb being robbed. The fingers were dark and crooked, dark and crooked, with broken fingernails, with fingernails the color of wood. She didn't see any signs of scraping or scratching where a ring might have been pulled off, but she also wasn't certain that signs that the signs weren't there because, frustratingly, a few of the mummy's fingers of the left were blocked from the view of the bandage. If only she could move the bandages aside for a second. She glanced over her shoulder. Max Ernest had turned away, and Yo-Yozi was about to walk out the glass room. Taking a breath, Cass leaned over and gently pulled the bandage away from the mummy's hand. Immediately, she noticed the index finger. Below the knuckle was a faint, discernible ring where the mummy's skin had turned black. The black ring narrowed at the sides of the finger and widened on top of the black oval. It was the exact same shape as the abyss ring. So she's wearing his ring. Cassandra, Max Ernest, your Yoji, get away from there. Miss Johnson's voice broke. Cass's concentrate co broke Cass's concentration. What part of do not touch do you understand? Don't you understand? Cass spun around, her arms flailing in, at an attempt to, to distance herself from the mummy. Too late. She realized her sweatshirt sleeve had caught on something. She heard a snap, the sound of a twig breaking, and the next thing she knew, a slim, uh oh, a slim dark projectile oh, was flying in the air. The, it arced over Max Ernest's head as they all watched the open, watch open melt and landed right in the palm of Yoyoji's hand. He stared as if he caught a grenade. It was the mummy's finger. Ah, oh, crap! They're in trouble. Okay, you gotta get ready. You have to get ready. It is picture day. Ugh. We have like 20 chapters to upload to the podcast today because we didn't get around to doing it yesterday. People are gonna have a lot of chapters to listen to, huh? Oh my god! Mm -hmm. Goodbye.